And now time for more me! We hate the soup bit! Stop eating soup! You should feel sorry! Yeah, boo! Listen to that! No one eats soup that slurpily! You will never beat Jerry! Fine, fine, it's done, I quit. It's over, it's done. There's not gonna be anything else at the beginning of these. Stop looking for it, the joke's over, it's dead, it ceased to be. It's singing with the choir invisible. Now listen to this kick-ass theme song. Hello everybody and welcome to Board Shenanigans. As always, I am joined by the venerable Reverend Brewer, who proves that a sharp tongue does not always mean you have a sharp mind. And I'm here with Cody James, the man who's more diluted than homeopathy. Ho oh, uh, ho! And this is your weekly Shenanigan. So, uh, Shenanigan. 2013! Be prepared! It's coming right at you. Coming at you worse, or faster, more intensely. Yes, faster. It's just coming. Intensely. We're yes, coming hard. It's we're coming hard. B- bigger than IMAX, more over the top than a Steven Spielberg movie, Michael Bay movie. Worse than the next Transformers. Oh, anyway. yes. More cum than all um, the cum that's been on Jenna Jameson's tits. Ooh, that's 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 a lot of jizz mopping right there. A lot of jizz mopping. A lot, yes. So, uh, as is the standard fare, go and leave us ratings, because we're kicking it <laughs> off right there. We're not even going to say anything entertaining. I, I didn't think that was the standard um, fare. I thought it was anything fun and or exciting, wonderful, magical, mystical. Well, that was the next standard fare. Oh. Thanks for spoiling it for the oh, people God. that presumably downloaded downloaded uh, more episodes. Anyway, um, so if you haven't left ratings, you should probably go leave them. Um, that would be cool, but more importantly than the ratings and the love and was we need hate mail. Still haven't gotten any. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to start writing hate mail at you if I don't get some goddamn hate mail soon. <laughs> Which you know we're recording this one awfully soon from the last one, so I mean if if no, they no, hated no, it, they don't... I don't know if, <laughs> if we know yet. Hell, I don't even know if we hated it yet. Right. <laughs> no, just. Just letting them, just letting all of our dear listeners know. I can write hate mail before they a preemptive strike. Your hate mail, <laughs> like just start making up things that people have said. <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, like Tommy G in, in Nebraska. <laughs> Fuck you. We do not do that kind of stuff on our free time, and, and neither should you. Frankly, you should even know that kind of language. Yeah, that's 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 probably what's gonna happen. I think I think that might be the route I go. Anyway, so anything wonderful and or exciting happen to you since you since you ruined it for the good people? Uh, um. Ugh. Yeah. Arnold <laughs> <laughs> Schwarzenegger came over and hung out, and it was it was real great. He tried to fuck my maid, but you know. <laughs> he got he got a little handsy, groped somebody. Yeah, that seems like him. Yeah, I don't think I have anything wonderful and or exciting. Not not that I can think of, anyways. If I think of it, I'll just blurt it in the middle of the episode and change things. Yeah, that that tends to be the way we go. Be like, oh yeah, um, I forgot about the shit and the stuff. Uh, I got a funny little sniglet. A, s- um, a sniglet? Yes. A piglet's um, cousin? I, I sure. Um, <laughs> why not? Uh, so one of the guys that uh, started work started working with or whatever um, 
we got to talking, doing the general like bullshit of you know wh- who, where are you from, where'd you go to school, all that fucking stupid get to know you pitter patter that you have to do with people. And uh, like he was talking or whatever, and he's like, oh yeah, and then my my si- my twin sister or whatever, and I was like, oh really? Like so, like a dumbass. I was like, so like what's the like the twin thing? Is it like he's like, well, everybody makes a bigger deal out of it than I think it is. I mean, he's like, no, we don't have any psychic powers, and I don't. He's like, we don't have any of that shit. I, I don't know who decided that, but people get a lot more excited about it than I do. I mean, it's just my sister. And he, we were we had to kind of talking about it, and he was like, oh, so like, I was like, oh, so like, if she's taking like a wicked dump, you're not like, oh, God, my stomach or whatever. And he was like, no, or or nothing like that. And it's like, or, you know, she's sitting there and she like starts going down on some guy, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, like, I keep wanting to spit, but I can't get it out of my, it's, it's, what is, ah, God, what the hell? Or like, she's walking around and it's like, what's that taste? You know, shit like that, which I thought was pretty funny. Like, that's just a funny He must be chewing me. pussy lips. Right, right? I just thought it was really funny, like, phantom semen in his mouth. That just <laughs> phantom made... semen? Yes. The, the sequel to Phantom of the Opera? The, the, <laughs> yes. the porn version of it, right? Oh. The, the one starring Jenna Jameson, in fact. <laughs> phantom semen. When it when ghost humps go wrong. Well, is, do you think that's what Patrick Swayze does now? What, humps ghosts? Well, I mean, phantomly semen's people, but... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. He could do that, or he could hump other ghosts. I mean, beats me. I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> do you think, like, that's what really vengeful, like, ghosts do to the Ghostbusters? Like, they get pissed off at him, and they're just like, Fuck you, literally! Rawr! Like, like, <laughs> like, when they're sleeping, they just, like, blow their ghost load on their face? <laughs> they're like, I'll show you what happens when I cross the streams. <laughs> right. Uh, that, that would be really funny. <laughs> Uh, Taste my proton pack. I got some ectoplasm for you, bitch. But as a, as just a really quick side note, did you know Ron Jeremy's in the Ghostbuster movie? What? Yeah, Ron Jeremy's in it. He's like one of like the bystanders in in one of the scenes. He's an extra. Huh? Like after he was Ron Jeremy, like like Ron Jeremy the porn star, not not like Ron Jeremy the laundry store. The laundry store? Ron Jeremy's the laundry store. Welcome to Ron Jeremy. Oh, is that the owner? Nope, just the name of the store. <laughs> yeah, go go, well, ne- go next door to Dave Johnson. Who, what's that? Oh, it's just the name of that steakhouse. Is Dave Johnson? <laughs> well, I, I, I was trying to figure out like what the the job title for a the laundry clerk, uh, a, a laundry man, uh, Mister Laundry, uh, stri- the laundry str- rooter, strategic folding engineer. I don't know. <laughs> And I paused too long. <laughs> I like the concept of buildings having names myself. Yes, I walked into Larry Sanders today. Like, who was that? Oh, no, no, just my house. <laughs> I walked into Larry Sanders. Oh, God. He was like, no, no, not, not in a gay way. You just, like, arbitrarily name your name your house thing, like a name that doesn't connect to anything. <laughs> it's like, boy, I, I went into the back door of Larry Sanders. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was cleaning Larry Sanders' gutters today, and oh, <laughs> uh, Larry Sanders mowed his grass, yeah, yeah. trimmed trimmed his hedges, uh, his car leaked on, I guess my car leaked on his driveway? Uh, what could that possibly mean? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it sounded mildly dirty, though, so why not? It's like, it's like <laughs> hey, Cody, where's your wife? Oh, she's just, you know, hanging out inside of Larry Sanders. <laughs> oh, <laughs> These little girls came to came to Larry Sanders and wanted in, like wouldn't come inside or came inside because they were selling. La- Larry Sanders was trying to bu- was trying to wait. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I was I know. Larry Sanders was trying to buy little girls cookies, but houses can't buy things. Uh, basically, there was supposed to be a uh, 
Girl Scout joke there, so just imagine something Girl Scout related, laugh, and move forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Write your own joke. <laughs> yes, a segment that keeps returning on board shenanigans, in fact. Yeah. We should just have an hour and 20 minutes of silence and let other people do podcasts during it. Yeah, imagine, imagine funny things happening here. In Soviet Russia, podcast records you. <laughs> Right? Yeah, that'd be that'd be really freaking funny. Ah, uh, so uh, um, probably only funny to us. Probably not even funny to us. I don't know. Well, we're, appara- <laughs> apparently it's it's record worthy because we're recording it and distributing it. In fact, so uh, take it take it in the face, guy driving in your car. Yeah, you you forty four people that download our episodes. Yeah, every one of you. <laughs> I, th- I think that's our average. Which we're we're thankful to all of them, even though we are berating you right now. So, yeah. You know. Fuck you. Thanks. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, which I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> We've given up I eating d- soup, and now we're fucking it. <laughs> I downloaded this to be entertained, and then I get insulted. What's the hell? Well, we just insulted each other. Why not you? Welcome to the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're nothing of- special. Get over there. Yeah, you know, all, all of you all of you members of the, the, the 44 Club there. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, you you originalers. The, the first 44. Anyway... <laughs> That's really funny. All the rest of you are 100,000 fans that are listening to this now in the future. Fuck you guys. These guys were first. And we fucked them first. So by us fucking you, you have now fucked them. You fucked everyone that they fucked. If, without a condom. If one podcast listener ear fucks another podcast listener, how many unprotected podcast ear sex listeners have you been exposed to? Board shenanigans. More you know. And knowing's half the battle. G.I. Joe! Would you like to know more? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, I, would, I, I don't have anything else other than, like, then the magic school bus comes in and, like, whisks you away on a journey of... You're fucking... I, I don't know. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, I don't remember that episode. I don't remember when that... I don't remember the teacher's... This is whatever... This frizz? Frizz, yeah, I was like... I knew it was something funny like that. Well, I guess because, like, Miss... I don't know, Pussy Lips didn't quite make the cut. Because I'm sure that was on the drawing room floor. Like, well, what can we call her? Miss Frizz, Miss Pussy Lips. I don't know. They're both so good, Frank. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that happened. And we'll name the bus... Larry Sanders? Right, we'll name the bus Larry Sanders. As all the kids climbed aboard <laughs> Larry Sanders, one tried to go in the back door. Oh... Uh, uh, that was dirty. <laughs> <laughs> All the school children. Oh, okay, it's like, oh god, it. Larry Sanders has a flat tire. <laughs> you better get the spare tire out. Oh, and then they shoved the nozzle in him. Oh, <laughs> pumped him full of gas. Automotive erotica. <laughs> oh, I just kind of like the like kind of like the idea of auto erotica or bustiality or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> bustiality. <laughs> I liked it. I'm going with it. I thought <laughs> I thought bustiality was already a thing. Uh, I just like the whole icons like, like somebody humping the shit out of like a Greyhound bus or something. Well, didn't Brent used to do that to people's cars? Yeah, he did. Did he go hump gas tanks? Oh, yeah. My ga- my gas tank was never the same. It always like you go you go towards it to try and open it. It'd get scared and jump away from you and then. And he had to like slowly reassure it. You just wanted to shove a nozzle in his mouth and pump it full of gas. <laughs> and then it never trusted you again. <laughs> until it until it got got thirsty and wasn't gonna work, and then it let you do it again. Well, well it, uh. it, it's got like some sort of like battered white. You know, only one out of nine gas tapes report rape the next day. <laughs> Most oh, gas man. tank rape goes unreported. Oh man, that's funny. It's uh, like I, no, I, I always keep telling myself that I'll never do it again because <laughs> gas tanks out like me. <laughs> <laughs> Just live with it, people. That's the voice I'm gonna use. 
Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you too, Cody. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> This real funny, like, picture in my head of like Mickey Mouse from like Who Framed Roger Rabbit and that, that fucking car that the, the cartoon car, like, coming up to him and being like, Come here, Mickey. And he's like, Oh, Larry, what are you gonna do to me? Oh, <laughs> yes, I just imagined it. Put that down. Oh, <laughs> uh, so funny to me. Oh, uh, <laughs> what were they gonna do? I don't even want to talk. It was a gas. It was a gas nozzle. Is what it was. Uh, 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 as we laugh at ourselves now. Yes, we're so narcissistic. In fact, we're gonna reference our own jokes to each other that we recorded for you to listen uh, to. <laughs> oh man, we are jackasses, aren't uh, we? And Jared's not even on this episode. Oh, uh, zing! <laughs> I wonder what he thinks about us, <laughs> like constantly making fun of him. I don't know. Probably about the same thing as like Ernie's giant snaws feels about it, or the fact that Brent looks like Leonardo. DiCaprio and his very womanly qualities. I'm sure they all think about the same no. of us. They love us and would like us to do more. Uh, apparently. I mean, right, Jared? Like, let's let's talk directly to him now. <laughs> <laughs> well, forget about the other 43 <laughs> listeners. <laughs> talk directly to him. How's your day going, Jared? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's what? nice. Yeah. Pl- playing that music? I heard you were in class the other day. I'm done. <laughs> do you have anything uh, you want to yeah, say to us? Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> No, I think he anything I would say he already no. knows. Wait, your love for him? Oh. What? You, you want to have his babies? Well, we were trying to save it for something special. Yeah. Way to ruin it. I'm, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll have to get him on here to talk about your love. And in fact, we did get him on here for that. Don't know what I'm talking about? Go back and listen to episode 7, I Need More Rest, and hear it. Here is a little taste of that. Jared Cock, the most majorious thing you'll put in your mouth all day. Mm-mm, good. Jared penis. Your your hot burning yes, love. Yeah, your hot your hot burning man love. <laughs> with hard cocks. Uh, <laughs> yes, because oftentimes like the soft floppy ones that they slap against each other. Wow, I just can't believe I said that. I really I walked right into that trap door, she kept talking. Now fucking wow. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna get used against <laughs> me later. I'll leave it over to to. I think that's enough right there. Uh, it'll creep back up in our special episode. <laughs> our very special, <laughs> special episode. episode today. Uh, speaking of special episodes today, we kind of got something a little different planned. Yes. Presumably. We're not going to um, be funny. Or we are uh, going to be gonna, funny. Uh, we're not going to be funny intentionally, or we're going to be serious accidentally? Or, is, that the, is that a good... No. 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 Anyway. <laughs> speaking of apparitions you can't get rid of, we uh, here at uh, Board Shenanigans have certain staunch beliefs or yeah. feelings on things, I suppose, would be, it would be uh, a good way to go with out- it. Uh, phantoms, if you will, that haunt yeah. our halls. Outlooks on the world um, and the way it functions. That, that was much better than any of the previous things uh, I stated. But, it always is when I talk. <laughs> but, uh, one of the things we were, we've kind of wanted to do, yes, we're going to tell you what we're going to do, and then we're going to do it instead of just doing it, because existentialism cast. Exactly. Anyway, or elaboration cast. Existential elaboration, that's, that's, that's what we're doing. I mean, or what we're going to do, hopefully. (laughs) If you ever get to the fucking point, Cody. So, (laughs) what we're going to try and do, uh, we did it a little bit, we're going to try and keep it up. Uh, Various things that we wanted to talk about. There are, like, more serious topics than just us bullshitting or us telling random stories. At some point, there will be a format, but this is our first real attempt at something serious, so hold on to your hats, kids. Uh. And having no better way that I know of to lead into things, because 
fuck. When things matter to me, I generally write about them. So, there's all kinds of new things happening here, so <laughs> it's, it's exciting. It's exciting for everybody, kids. If I babble it's enough, it'll turn into a podcast. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Tingly feelings aside. Um, Cody has a poem um, he wants to read to you. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Sh- okay. Show us your work. Oh, fucking asshole. But I'll, I'll hang it up on the fridge afterwards, I promise. You'll uh, get a gold right, star. So you done? Are you done? <laughs> no, I haven't even started, in fact. Padding aside, just with current events and whatnot, I wrote a piece, and we're kind of going to roll this route. So this is called Think, Damn It, Think. Think for yourselves, not within the established rules. Think for yourself, not amidst the flurry of fools. Be of your own mind, not part of the bladder, pissing away your ethics on choices that do not matter. Use your own mind, not one engineered for us. Use your own conscience, control your own voice. You are not required to believe what you are told. You are not predestined to follow everyone else's goal. Think for yourself along your own terms. Question what is told to you from the truth you should not squirm. Do not be dissuaded by those with forked tongues. Be strong in your convictions. Stick to your guns. You, we are individuals, not merely a demographic. Pay no attention to the traditionalists who question and may grow spastic. You are only responsible to your consciousness and yourself, so those who refuse repute are detriment to their own mental health. Be strong in your own beliefs, strong in your morals. Do not quietly sit on your hands and on your laurels. This is your world you are trying to inhabit. Allow no half-hearted answers to send it to shit. Think for yourself. Let not your questions be easily quelled. Do not merely lay back and let it all go to hell. Woo! I'm a human being, not a machine! I won't do what you tell me to do! What do you mean by that, Cody? (laughs) Thank you. You don't have to strictly stick within the mindset that is laid before you. One of my hills that I choose to die on, in fact, we're going up it right now, kids. Third-party politics. What the fuck is it and why should you care? I'm gonna tell you. So... There's this thing called politics in America that nobody gives a fucking shit about, apparently. Um, it matters, but apathy aside, nobody seems to really care. For some reason, God knows why, I do a lot. The whole concept of whenever it, you know, whenever politics come up, besides the boredom factor that generally is presented with it, there's kind of, you know, the general, why does it apply to me, why the fuck should I care, blah, 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 blah. I mean, you should know why it applies to you, because it what runs, it's what runs your goddamn country. Um, why you should care, well, because it matters, your opinion matters, your voice matters. Just the idea of apathy gets you nowhere. So, in general, whenever things come along, you're pretty much presented with option A and option B, and you're not restricted to such options. What other options do we have? Because Thank you. I, all I can see is that there seems to be these two large organizations, almost ideologies that have swept across the nation and have forced us, well, if you don't fit in one of these molds, you don't fit in any mold. And fuck you. <laughs> that is precisely the case. Our venerable reverend. Pretty much, you got you got the two. You've got left and right, you've got conservative and liberal, you've got Democrat and Republican. In its basest, most basic fucking form, and this is this is getting down to the pure essence of it. Distilled all the way. Yes, because I know I know they never tell you this shit. It's it's not like I'm all knowing or anything. I didn't have a fucking clue who to vote for at a point. I just didn't know. Like, what do I fucking believe? So I kind of went and did some research. I had an awesome teacher that kind of forced you to. That's why I know this stuff, and I've kind and just because I cared and I did a little research and I wound up really enjoying it more than I thought I would. That aside, right wing and conservative and Republican, it's all basically. I mean, there's sub 
genres of all of it, but it, it basically it's all the same thing. And it's kind of it pretty much is a conservative, uh, traditional family value system that supports free market and like deregulation of commerce and industry, less government, more like more focused on the family. And then on the other side. You have the left or the liberal or the Democrat, which is more the government regulates your businesses and your commerce and your fundamental rights and your freedom of speeches and freedom of religions. Government intervenes on like race and sexual preferences and the working class, and it does it does everything it can to intervene in those and to raise the lower people up. It's basically what it is. I mean, this is not the most technical definition, but that's pretty much what you got. Which one's um, better? Like, why should we... Who should we be choosing, Cody? See, that's not my... That is not my decision to make. That no, is so, you, so you're saying decision. that one isn't better than the other? Is that what you're saying? I am saying that do not have to go with all the choices that are presented. Well, what about the Bull Moose Party? They're better, right? <laughs> um, actually, I'm not getting too overly <laughs> political with you, but all... That's a good way to do it. Basically, you have... You have two options, and they're not, if you don't like either fucking option, there's always a third option. Like, that that's just the way that there is. The bull moose. Um, yes, yes, the mighty, mighty bull moose. <laughs> um, because America works on a two-party system. Obviously, you've heard of Democrats. Obviously, you've heard of Republicans. And we're sorry if you're you know, not Americans and have no clue what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, I don't even have a goddamn clue how your politics work. We barely understand our own. <laughs> I mean, there's there's the two you know two parties, and pretty much the way it works is, uh, you know, it's a cycle. Like, there's only one winner between the two parties. Like, only one guy wins. So nobody wants to vote. Like, they want to vote for the winner. They don't want to vote for the loser. Um, and so then voters kind of stick to parties that they think will win. And then whenever the voters are discouraged because they're they're only sticking to parties that win, fewer parties actually even found because nobody's going to vote for them. Voters don't care because they're not winning. And then the only two parties that ever actually were existing are the only ones that perpetuate their power. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's all it is. It's a big circle. It would be better if they had cooler names, like the Bull Moose. Right, yeah. If I mean, if you had... <laughs> you really are a proponent of the Bull Moose party, are you? <laughs> Why not? I mean... <laughs> So, like, as with anything, if you're only presented with two options, you know, you kind of, there is a way to get a third option. There there are third parties in America, and I know you've heard of them, you're like, oh, those fucking weird fringe people that don't matter and don't, you know, those people never get elected, why the fuck should I care? That's yeah. why I... Like, like the Bull Moose, and the Whigs, and the Rastafarians? <laughs> No, more along the line. Well, I mean, there's there's the Green Party, there's the Reform Party, there's the Constitutional Party, there's Libertarians. I mean, there's there's other options, and it's really important that you don't get caught up in what your two options are. It's that you actually look at what your third option is, your other option. Like you have to you have to listen to what everybody says and decide what you think, not what is sold at you and you know like what you know, who has the better campaign, who's prettier, who's less like less horrible. To to listen to, you know, who's taller. That shit doesn't matter. It's what do they actually have to say. And in general, the two options presented to you are not always the best options or the ones that necessarily go with what your personal ethics and morals are. So, I mean, and all a third party is, when you hear that, it's just any any party that tries to get votes that are out are outruled by their two strongest rivals. I mean, that's that's all it is. It's not some crazy distinction. It's just since it's a two party system, there's a third party. I mean, it, it's nothing. It's nothing overly overly complicated. But 
I mean, why the fuck do we need parties? I mean, get, can, can we just throw our own parties and not invite all these politicians? It's nice. I mean, can, as nice as that would be. I mean, realistically, it, it, yes. Ideally, you should. There should be people that go up there and just say, "Hey, we're gonna fix the school system." And then this guy's like, "Well, I'm not gonna allocate money in the budget to the, as much to the school system. I'm gonna al- advocate money to free candy and hookers all around." And you know, yes, <laughs> right. Or, uh, I mean, there's going to be different people that are going to go up and present their cases in different ways. And the problem with not having a party, though, is the groupthink mentality. It's bored. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you have nowhere to put your yeah, keg? Nobody gets cake afterwards. Yeah, it's horrible. But the problem with not having a party is you don't have any light, you don't have any associated ideology, so people can't flock. You know, it's easier to identify with the groupthink than it is to identify with the one guy saying the one thing. It's easier to organize your thoughts into, like, one group of people. I mean, all you're trying to do with the party system is get people of similar belief structures to actually, you know, get on your side. I mean, it's just how society should be organized and the best ways to achieve that goal. That's all you're trying to do with a party system. Um, Well, I mean, why don't you just have a whole bunch of guys get up there and just slowly boil it down to only a few guys and then finally boil that down to this they one They kind guy. of do that in a couple of states, actually. Um, I know Louisiana's one, and then California, remember, whenever they had, like, the gigantic... Ab- the governor? Well, that. But it was, you know, all the... Go- like, there was, like, 100 people on the ballot running for governor. I mean... Oh, yeah. They do that in certain areas. Um, I want to say New Jersey does it too, but I, I don't quote me on that. In fact, I shouldn't have even said that. Um, it shall be stricken from the record. Thank you, moderator. It's one of those evils that we've decided that we're going to have, and I don't know that you can get rid of it. And it sucks, it's sad to say, but it's a lot easier to organize people of like-minded beliefs and or goals into a group than it is to take the one individual and make them, you know, make them go and try and... I mean, it should go that way, but it doesn't. It just, it won't, the way that we have things structured right now. I mean, non-partisan is a wonderful dream. Frankly, I, I just don't think it matters. Well, I mean, and Santa Claus did it when he took over for Jesus. That is very true, but I, I'm pretty sure he had some kind of some kind of financial backing. And, I mean, you know, if, if, if not for the trade routes he established with, you know, with the elves and then the Smurfs, you know, there was, there was their interference and, you know, the, in the Galactic Alliance. You know how those things went. No, yeah, of course. Yeah, right. I, I, I am a priest. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> what does it ever have to do with anything? Good point. It does get thrown into a lot of things, but... Oh! And, and I mean... Thrown into things. People... Like little boys. I mean, <laughs> I mean, one of the other things with the party system is, you know, the two-party system, there's an idea that it encourages people to find common positions, and then actually using those common positions can make can make changes instead of having the one guy trying to make a change. I mean, the downfall to the whole two-party system is what's happening now is people get really apathetic since they don't think they have an option, and frankly, you're stuck with, you know, two shitty choices that you didn't like. Or if nobody ever stirs the pond, it gets stagnant. You have to change things. And a really important thing to, like, politically, the best way to do that is to look at other parties. I mean, you, they can claim within the Republican Party or within the Democratic Party that they're really going to change things up, that they're going to do something radical. That's a great thought process, but they're already so stuck in their ideologies and so stuck. Why would the party in power want to change anything? 
They, they wouldn't, because they just the only thing they're going to change is their ability to stay in power. But whenever you have other options that are legitimately trying to be recognized and legitimately trying to make a change, it's really important that you listen to them. It's really important that you actually give them a chance. And I'm not, I'm not here to tell you, okay, vote this way or vote that way. Go fucking read and go fucking vote. Go fucking read. Pretty much. Go fucking read and go give a shit. Educate yourself. Like, it's not my job to educate you. It's not the newspaper's job to educate you. It's not the media's job to educate you. There's there's not a movie about this? No. Like, in like all, all media exists to do is to influence you. It doesn't in- exist to educate you. You have to go and educate yourself and decide, okay, with, you know, ta- you know, removing yourself from it a little bit and thinking about what the fuck do you actually believe, do you care about what matters to you, and go and do something accordingly to that. And it's not just at the national level. It's not just at... It's not just for the, when the four years, whenever the presidential elections come around. No, there's it's at every it's the state level, it's the local level. I mean, that's where you actually legitimately make a change. I mean, I'm not saying go run for mayor right now. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying give a shit enough to read a little bit and to pay attention because if you're not giving a shit to run your own country or to run your own state or to run your own city or to run your own fucking county, who is? Who's running it? Why are they running it that uh, way? I, I'm sold. Where do I sign up for this third party? <laughs> I, I hear tell there's a third one. Like, you, you said something about Republicans Democrats, now there's a third one? Uh, are they called the third? Um, uh, do they have a website? Actually, it's pretty simple. Like, I know that, I mean, there's, and I'm not trying to get too deep into ideologies here, um, but, you know, you can go to the Green Party, I think it's greenparty.org, I know there's texaslibertarians.org. I'm pretty sure the Reform Party is like reformparty.net or something. I mean, just type it in, go look at it. I mean, they will pander to you. They, they want, they like, and the biggest thing I guess I can say is, yeah, obviously I lean this way. I'm fucking talking on a goddamn podcast. Obviously this is something that I really believe in. But I was sitting, like, during the elections this year, um, because in order to get into the actual debate, because that's part of the problem with this, is uh, in order to actually get considered for the debate, you have to get 15% of the votes on the national level. And then on the state level, I want to say it's 2%. There hasn't been, since the Reform Party in the 90s, there hasn't been a uh, third party recognized in all 50 states. You can still write in. Anyway, this is getting a little overly technical on you. I was sitting there and I was watching the third party debate, which had, I remember, around four or five people, doesn't matter what they were. And agreeing or disagreeing with some of the things they said is not what mattered. I just was sitting there and I was just amazed at, wow, any one of these, any one of them would have made a better option than what we got, or what we even got presented to us to run that we're definitely going to win. I mean, dude, you can have fucking coke and pepsi all day long but is there really that much of a fucking difference i mean they don't do you any I mean, can anybody really honestly tell you that much of a difference besides one's in red and one's in blue you want a mr pib is what you're saying yeah sometimes you just want a mr pib or a fucking orange soda so just think about it guys i mean that's 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 really about all i got is you know and and make sure to go vote and knowing's half the battle pretty much yeah, like, as far as these debates go, I mean, why don't they ever talk about anything important in these debates? Like, why don't we ever find out, like, what their thoughts are on, you know, I don't know, the next form of, of energy or coming up with a new, you know, system? Or what, what do they what do they think about evolution? What do they think about, you know, stuff like that? I mean, why is, why is there have been no science debate? Get minor tangent here. Last thing, and then... That's the problem we have, is we have somehow gotten morals and ethics confused as to what the fuck they are, but we have mixed moral issues in with political issues, which 
is not necessarily the way it should go. Politics should be politics, your own personal morals should be your own personal morals, and your ability to discern what facts or whatever are presented to you is your own personal responsibility. Speaking of discerning facts, what do you got for us, Brewer? <laughs> well, there has been a long-standing push to get a science debate. And trying to get the politicians to, you know, speak out on, you know, things that actually do govern the way society works at its core as far as how things actually work. Like, you know, how does electricity spread and things like that. And should we be using stem cells or not? And and what's the real reason why we're not using stem cells? By God, I haven't figured out the, the truth about that. What, what I have for you guys is, is I, I guess just to put it straight there on the front, I'm a skeptic. What's a skeptic, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. Yeah, I mean, I know I know. whenever you say, whenever I hear skeptic, I just think, oh, he doesn't really believe a lot of things. But <laughs> what, what do you, like... What define it? He doesn't believe things. Well, I mean, you know, you're really iffy on shit. Anyway, what what is it? What does it mean? Tell us. Yeah, as far as the whole skeptic thing goes, um, I guess the dime store novel version of what a skeptic is is we don't believe things that shouldn't be true because there's no proof for them to be true. And we call the people that believe in that stuff true believers. Yeah, I know, we have a weird way of naming things and almost a self-deprecating way of naming ourselves. Wait, say that one more time, I'm sorry. I, I didn't quite follow that. So, if you don't believe it, just define that for me a little bit more in depth, I'm sorry. I am. Uh, basically what a skeptic is, is they require proof for uh, phenomenon that are observed. Especially phenomenon or things that affect the way people live their daily lives. Or can harm people if not known. And by proof, I mean something that can be, you know, once observed, can be tested in a lab and figuring out what the cause of it is. And then once that's analyzed, it can then be peer-reviewed by, you know, by people in the same field as in, you know, I'm not a peel of Neil deGrasse Tyson, but Phil Plate is. Uh, they're both astronomers. And then if a whole bunch of astronomers then say, hey, look, this is true. This, that is a black hole or whatever. Then we say, oh, yeah, that's a black hole then. Or an asteroid or whatever and if we can then repeatedly test this like i don't know if people all around the world can point their telescopes at it and say oh look yeah that's an asteroid that's cool then that's what you know called repeatable evidence which is what is what matters the most is can you come up with that same result a lot and then we're like okay that's real and generally we refer to um in a polite way the people that believe you know things that aren't backed by testable repeatable evidence uh, we generally call those people true believers because that's kind of how they see themselves is that they know the truth about the world and and us skeptics are are hiding that truth from the public because we are paid off by top men or whatever. So I guess like the main job of a skeptic is to cut through the woo and get to the the truth behind the matter, the truth in a actual literal sense of being true and not yeah. <laughs> so okay, so like let's say with uh, aliens, for instance, like how would you go? Like what would be the theory or the the steps to take to is this or is this not true? Well, I think most scientists would be willing to admit that there probably is life out there in the universe other than our own, because it's just just because of probability's sake alone. I guess what you mean is are aliens visiting us? And as far as like how we would go about proving something like that. Or, or what we would accept as proof, I guess, would be a good way to put it. I mean, I don't know. Right. You trot an alien out in the middle of Channel 10 News, that'd probably be a lot of proof. Right. I don't know. I'd want a little bit of DNA test. I mean, it doesn't have to be like an autopsy or anything invasive, just a little DNA or body scan, I think would also go a long way. An alien spaceship parked in orbit also would help a lot. I think it'd be pretty easy to prove that an alien existed if they were here. And I guess one of the big differences between skeptics and true believers, if 
if you want to call them that, is that we are willing to change our beliefs. Like, you give us proof for it, we'll change. We'll be like, oh, hey, look, that's true. Um, can't question that knowledge. Whereas, I guess most true believers would be like, well, no, that's just another, that's just another theory, or that's just another cover-up. See, that's, that's kind of one of my misconceptions, is I was kind of, you know, oh, well, you don't really, but if that, if proper proof is presented, then, oh, okay, well, then I'll change my ways, and we'll move on to the next thing. Okay, that's reasonable. I mean, yeah, like, you know, people, people believe the Earth was flat, and then someone said, hey, look, you can tell by, based on the, the length of the shadow at this, at this location on the Earth at this time of day, on this, on this day, and at this other place on Earth, so on, you can use math and find out, hey, look, there's a curve. Yeah. I won't do any of that math for you, so don't worry. Right. Um, I mean, I know it was a big deal for you whenever you kind of discovered this, so, like, why, why was it such a, you know, yeah, I mean, for the longest time, I didn't even know if there was a term for this or not. Um, I'm not even sure how I really came across it. I think I was just... Actually, I think the way I came across the term skeptic was I was looking for a podcast to listen to that wasn't a comedy podcast. And I kind of thought, wouldn't it be fun to listen to a podcast about about conspiracy theories, like, from the point of view of someone that believed them? Because I'm like, oh, you know, great story kind of aspect. Well, that ended up leading, leading me to... Uh, podcast. I actually want to say it was called uh, The Conspiracy Skeptic. I'm like, huh, that sounds interesting, where, where he debunks conspiracy theories. And that's where I kind of learned of the term. And from that, he mentioned that there was a, this whole community of people that were like, hey, look, we don't believe in, you know, bullshit. And I guess for the longest time, that's right. The term I used in my head is like, oh, that's bullshit. I don't I don't believe Kevin Trudeau or whoever or Miss Cleo or um, that any of that nonsense or, you know, I don't think those pads you put on your feet actually do anything with toxins in your body. Yeah, I just thought that was all just bullshit. And I guess I I guess because I think that's bullshit. That makes me a skeptic, which I guess is true. I'm, I'm going to go with that being true, in fact. And so, yeah, when I found this whole community of people that believe that, hey, look, science is real and not made up, which, granted, you know, aliens and Bigfoot and, and the Illuminati are fun to talk about. They're, I mean, they're definitely enjoyable to talk about and pretend they exist, and they make great subject matter for movies and, and media. I, I'm not trying to harsh anyone's buzz with that kind of stuff. Just remember that, you know, when you're talking about it in a fun, silly aspect of like, hey, let's, you know, enjoy ourselves, it's cool. But, you know, when you actually believe things like, when you actually believe things that aren't real, that's bad for you, I guess. <laughs> or I don't know. Um, I mean, but like, skepticism, skepticism isn't like a reactionary, like that, I mean, it's not to not to creationism or to Christianity, but like Satanism is, because that's a reactionary. It's more its own thing, right? No, well, I mean, it, if it's a reaction to anything, it's probably a reaction to um, just people not understanding things, so they jump to the easiest solution, which a lot of times is a pseudoscience. To, it's reactionary to make people smarter, and, I mean, it's kind of its own thing. I mean, it really, it, I feel it really more deals as a, com a companion to science. Um, I've heard it once described as a group of concerned novices, which, I mean, not to say that all skeptics are just people like me. I mean, there are, you know, doctors and physicists and stuff that are skeptics, but, and, and probably a lot of them are, in fact. But as far as, as it goes, there's just a lot of people that I guess that are interested in science and interested in, I almost say helping people, even though that kind of sounds a little, like, almost narcissistic, but I'll go with that. And I guess one of the big misconceptions of skepticism, I guess back to Christianity that you just mentioned, is that I think most people, when they hear the word skeptic, they instantly tie that with the word atheist, which, I mean, I think I read a study once, but don't quote me on this, don't believe this number completely, but something like 70% of skeptics are atheists. So, I mean, there's a good 30% there that aren't, and that makes sense in a way, and I won't get into that here, though. And 
a lot of atheists are skeptics, but I wouldn't say all of them. Where it really differs is atheists are more more focused on the aspect of gods and deities, and I guess you could say they're probably have more to deal with that. People are being taught creationism, where skeptics are probably more interested in having people taught evolution. So basically, like atheism's kind of more of a theological thing, and uh, skepticism's more of a scientific study. Then I mean that's pretty much a good distinction, right? Yeah, because atheists, I mean. You know, there there are atheists out there that might believe twins are connected, or or even ghosts for that matter, or Bigfoot, um, or Bigfoot ghost a- twins that are yeah. psychically connected. Yeah, you know, like psychic Bigfoot. Yeah, that's which is one of the things that you know the true believers of Bigfoot claim is, oh, that's the reason why we can't see Bigfoot is because he's psychic and makes us not see him. Well, yeah, sure, why not? Are there psychic are there psychic aliens? That's why we haven't found them too. Oh, no, they just have a cloaking device. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, you know, they they they're here to to harvest our women for their sex fun and <laughs> sex fun <laughs> i always like the theory that aliens are just here to like take us as household pets yeah well you know it wouldn't be a bad thing would it truly no i mean my dog lives a pretty content life lays around on the bed sticks her feet up in the air farts at will <laughs> well you fart at will well which only if will farts at me first bazing yeah <laughs> um i'm skeptical of that joke cody <laughs> exactly i i have no proof that that is actually funny <laughs> Neither does anyone else. Uh, which, as far as uh, skeptics are involved in a lot of debates, and um, in fact, there is an annual skeptic convention uh, known as TAM, which is the amazing meeting, because probably like the our the, the skeptic priest or high shaman or whatever you want to call him, the, the grand poovah of skepticism, <laughs> would be uh, James the Amazing Randy, who used to be a magician and a mentalist, which uh, quickly a mentalist is... What a true believer would call a psychic or a mind reader or a medium, which to a non-true believer, well, there's a TV show called The Mentalist, which you could watch, which is a pretty good example of describing what a mentalist is. But what they do is they use techniques of cold reading and subtle body language and leading questions to, along with things like, like what you're wearing and how you're holding your body and your responses to questions and even just things that are you know true for 90% of the population to make you think that they know what you're thinking. So basically a con man? Uh, yeah, I mean, not all of them are con men. I mean, the ones that tell you that they're psychics are con men. But, you know, you can just go to a show where some guy goes, Hey, I'm a mentalist. I'm going to make you think I'm reading your mind. Isn't that cool? Or, let me bend this spoon. I mean... Or, let me sell you this car. <laughs> well, oh, sorry, Carlock. Pretty close, though. I mean, I bet if you were a mentalist, you would sell a lot of cars. Even if you didn't work at a car lot, you'd probably sell... People would just come up to you, hey, can I buy a car? I got this nice Buick that's just like new with leather interior. Yeah. What was I thinking? Uh, the Amazing Meeting. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, which, like I said, yeah, people will get together at the Amazing Meeting and talk about... You know, the Mythbusters are always there. Penn and Teller are always there. One of them talks a lot, one of them not so much. <laughs> a lot like Jay and Silent Bob. You know, people like people along those lines. One of the one of the things that skeptics look out for is um, what are known as logical fallacies. Which Whoa, can we po- talk about those kind of things on this thing? Don't they make like, don't they yeah. make a blue pill that fix fallacies? I was like, yeah, contrary to popular belief, logical fallacies aren't Spock's penis. <laughs> I thought that was good. No, I liked it. Not 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 no. the, not Spock's penis, just the the, the joke involving. Oh, yeah. which though I bet Spock's penis would be a quite logical penis, <laughs> right? Like most <laughs> most illogical time for an erection. Logical fallacies. The majority of them have uh you know fancy Latin names, which I won't bore you with, and I will have a link somewhere to um a a, a well defined list of them. But 
as an example, well, I will bore you with this one's Latin name, um, an ad hominem or a personal attack on the the speaker is, you know, you, you see it a lot, you know, like, oh, well. Like, well, like, speaker A is like, the grass is green, there's a photosynthesis, like, well, your mom's a whore, that kind of thing. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's like, you know, John's wrong because he's a jerk. You know, something like that. It, th- the fallacy is, is he's wrong because he's a jerk. You know, it's, I guess, technically not a fallacy to say John's a jerk, unless you're bringing it up to try to, you know, I guess, slander him in the debate. But, you know, make people like, oh, well, obviously, you're right because that guy's a jerk. Well, I mean, being a jerk has something to do with being right or wrong. Right. You know, th- things like along that line. Or, you know, one of the one of the big one that the the religious will say is, you know, like, well, I, I can't possibly fathom how someone how that could happen. Well, that's personal incredulity, which means just because I... I can't understand it. Obviously, means it doesn't exist. Is the short version of that. That's a really shitty cop out. It's un yeah. It's, it's unknowable, so it can't be true. Eh, you know, th- things along those lines are. I the one I just I just always like the name of this one. No true Scotsman. What? Which, I know it's a great name. What what it basically means is is like if you were to claim, for instance, like you know, all Scotsmen like haggis. My uncle McManus is Scottish, and he hates hat haggis. Well, he's not a true Scotsman. You'll find that work its way into a lot of arguments, especially in ones that conspiracy theorists say. And along those lines, other than my list of them I'll post up, which is long and you have to read it, and I know our audience doesn't always like to read, because that's why they're listening to a podcast not reading a blog. Or our blog, for instance. But there's also a... It's Now it's 40 minutes long, but it's called um, Here Be Dragons, which is... A free documentary that was published to the internet, which kind of talks about a lot of the stuff, too, and he refers to them as red flags of, of things to look out to see if the statement's true or not, and I'll have a link up to that as well in the, I don't know, <laughs> Brewer's Epic Skeptical List of Science. Bum, 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 bum. Right. I mean, shit, uh, I mean, you get that stuff as far as, like, just being from fucking Texas. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, yeah, just because, yeah, you get a lot of arguments like that just because they're, like, they, they're not arguing properly, yes. Well, More. I mean, you know, there is an etiquette to an argument. I mean, there is, and it's not even an argument, a debate. I mean, yeah, there, 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 is, term. there is an etiquette to exchanging your ideas and actually saying, like, one, I mean, I'm not fucking perfect, but if I don't have a goddamn clue, I'll pretty much say, man, I don't know, you probably can point on this one with me, and I disagree with you, but I don't exactly have the fucking info to disprove you right now and i'll usually go find it but if you're really gonna go full bore into something with somebody you gotta you know, should know what you're talking yeah, about yeah you gotta know your shit yeah and, and see that's that's another thing is you know another another big one is is where they'll be like oh well yeah if you know if you can if you can prove this then i'll see your side you know which is the thing you know a lot of skeptics will say it's like yeah if you can prove this and then well a skeptic would come out and prove that and be like oh well you didn't you know do it you didn't do it properly or you know well see this part is wrong so you need to prove this and instead now which that's called moving the goalpost which it makes sense they keep moving what they want you to prove on you and you'll see that happen a lot i i'm sure we've done that at least in this podcast a couple times i'm sure the the real thing is is you should you should think for yourself you shouldn't allow a, a lot like with politics you shouldn't let you know what you've been told your entire life necessarily be what what you believe in all the time like just because a, a good example i i always use is well you know my daddy's a republican and his daddy was a republican and and well his daddy was a republican too so i'm a republican because of that well, why are you a republican well because they were a republican oh that that's it yeah just 
Same reason why I buy a Ford, because he bought a Ford, and his daddy bought a Ford, and his daddy bought a Ford. Oh, well, what about Chevy? They make some great cars. No, no, it's not a Ford, because my daddy didn't buy it. I mean, you know, maybe you should go out and research if being a Republican is a good idea, or if or if buying a Ford is a good idea in this instance. On a daily basis, you're fed some sort of misleading, or just downright horseshit that doesn't necessarily equate any form of reality or truth. It is your responsibility as a human to discern what you believe and to take everything with a fucking grain of salt and be like, huh, I don't know about that. Like, let me think about that. And you have to, you are your own judgment. You you don't have to appeal to anybody else's sense of what is or is not, what should or shouldn't be. You're your own guide. You have your own moral compass. Use it. Use your fucking brain. Don't be a goddamn clone or an android and just follow along mindlessly with the rest of everyone else. Yeah, which, uh, what, one thing I heard that um, a man named John Lloyd said it in a conference he was giving. The laws of physics. Invisible, eternal, omnipresent, all-powerful. Remind you of anyone? Uh... But exactly, I mean, there there are ways you can prove things that, I mean, I believe also Stephen Hawking recently said something to the, the effect of there is no physical reason that there needs to be a creator in this universe. In other words, saying that he's he thinks we have figured out, you know, enough stuff to on how the universe was made to, to not necessitate one. And But, you know, that's, once again, probably a little closer to the atheist side of the thing. Other than where it starts intersecting with the knowledge of of the general public which i i feel that a lot of the true believers in whatever it is one thing people always ask skeptics is what is the harm in believing in bigfoot or homeopathy or the creationism or what have you well whatever your pleasure is whatever your sacred cow is there we go well the harm is is where you are not learning about what is more more real more real why not or fuck it real <laughs> i'm not gonna pander to these people um, for instance, homeopathy, what I made fun of earlier. Do you know what homeopathy is, Cody? I have no idea. Um, it's, well, it's, it's a, th- I don't even want to, grant it the, the misnomer of saying a medical treatment or a thought of medicine. It, it's fucking horseshit is what it is. It, be- it believes that water can carry, like, the vibrational energy of what was previously put in it. What? Uh, yeah. And this is a big thing. I know it's... I know it's very large in Britain right now. A lot of people seem to believe it. You take it, you, you put the substance in it, and generally what you do is, like, you put a substance in it that is almost, like, counterintuitive to what you're trying to cure. Like, for instance, if if you have lar- if you have a lot of stomach acid, you'd put acid in water, and then you'd put so much of it in it, you'd shake it a thousand times or something to that effect, and then you would take half of that water and then mix it with fresh water and shake it, and then you take half of that water and mix it with some fresh water and shake it, so on and so on. So you're purposely diluting it, and you dilute it, you know, down to the point where there's nothing in it at all. James Randi, in fact, does this thing where he likes to uh, take an entire bottle of, like, of homeopathic sleeping pills in the middle of his show and be like, well, if this is true, I'd fall asleep almost instantly, probably die. In fact, a lot of naturopathy, a lot of alternative medicine, I guess would be the term I'm saying, is probably not useful at all. Uh, conventional modalities are there for a reason, because they have been proven by things. A quick list of, of shit that gets people killed, or doesn't do anything at all. Um, acupuncture doesn't do shit. Uh, chiropractic, I mean, it's basically just getting a massage. And if you're going to it for that reason, yes, it's okay, but it generally chiropractors believe in like a form of chi and, and things like that, uh, not to bore you. See, I honestly had no concept of that i really didn't know it only alleviates the symptoms for a short period of time uh, probably a masseuse will do the same thing too and chiropractors don't give you happy endings 
And and for the love of God, parents, get your children vaccinated. Vaccines don't do anything harmful to people. They don't they don't cause cancer. They don't cause autism. Don't listen to Oprah. Get your kids vaccinated. In fact, never in general, listen. To in Oprah. general, don't listen to Oprah is a damn fine idea. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a biologist. I'm not a chemist. None of that. But I know enough to say don't listen to Oprah for any of her so-called medical experts. They're pretty much all horseshit. Um, pretty much all horseshit. I don't want to get into that ad hominem thing I was talking about earlier. It's just, it's imperative. Like, imperative that you go outside of what information is presented to you. And it doesn't matter if it's on the scientific spectrum. I know it's shocking, but news media feeds on sensationalism, and so they're going to tell, and they have to make a profit. Well, in order for them to make a profit, they generally slant towards the overall opinion of their sponsors. So, you're probably not getting the whole story. I know it's amazing that ABC might lie to you, but they do. Yeah, or the simple fact that it's a lot more... It makes a better story to hear someone say, you know, I took a vaccine and my kid got autism. It's, you know, a lot more, it's a lot more interesting to, to hear that, or it's a lot more interesting to hear the, the hillbilly that said, oh, an alien abducted my liver, or whatever, and then it is to hear the stuffy skeptic being like, mm, yes, actually, well, see that, so, I mean, that's the, the truth about that, and I, what I got completely sidetracked on earlier what what i want to say is the problem is and the reason why this is an issue and why skepticism actually exists and needs to be heard is that people hear these things and then they don't research them they don't i mean hell even wikipedia will give you a better will give you a better answer than a lot of things or try snopes when you hear something weird yeah or rooters yeah where, where the problem is is people start believing this stuff and don't don't question it and you know they hear like Oh, well, the world's 6,000 years old because I heard that in church? Well, they wouldn't lie to me, or whatnot, or... Or that glass is a slowly moving liquid all its life? No, glass stops moving once it becomes a pane of glass and is not a liquid. Like I said, that most chiropractic is... That one... That, that's one that surprised the crap out of me to learn, that chiropractic was actually a, a mystical thing and not an actual doctor thing. See, I, I had no concept of that. I really didn't know that. I mean, so it's basically like in the same realm of, like, fucking acupuncture, then. It doesn't do you any good. Yeah, it's moving... It's You're moving chi around or something to that effect in your body... It's like, that whole, it's like that whole concept of, like, cleansing the toxins from your body. Yeah, or... There are no fucking toxins in your goddamn body. Yeah, or, or you, um, but... Unless you're, unless you're listening to what Oprah says. That's a major toxin in your fucking body. Here in, here in Amarillo, Texas, the college was going to offer a continuing education course, um, titled, I think, Evolution versus Intelligent Design. And it was just, you know, just a, a class that you took for better knowledge of yourself. Sounded like a great class. Sounds like a class I'd take, right? Well, am I taking it right now? No, because it was canceled because they feared that there would be some sort of outlash against it or something. Somebody would cause trouble. And see, if you can't question your own beliefs, why do you fucking believe them? What I'm getting at is that's that's the real problem. We can't even talk about this because it might cause a problem. So there were probably people that were taking that class to legitimately learn, maybe because they I don't know, they went they went to a school somewhere where that wasn't explained, or they had recently figured out something about their faith, or whatnot. And, like I said, if a burning bush starts talking to me after I go to the hospital and get myself checked out, and they say there's nothing wrong, I might believe that was God talking to me. But, and and if that's the case, I will be the next prophet, or evangelicist, or word that... Apostle? Yeah, there we go, apostle. Or whatnot. Shaman? Yeah. My problem is... And this is mildly on its own little branch of tandem, but 
okay, you have to believe your own beliefs. And even if you can disprove what I believe on your merits of skepticism, it doesn't negate my beliefs. Like, if I, you're allowed to disagree with them, I'm allowed to believe them, and I think there's no reason for them to actually clash. But whenever nobody can actually meet in the middle and be like, okay, you don't believe what I believe, I, you know, I believe this, you don't, and we can just move forward, the, the whole concept of, oh, no, 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 you're wrong, you're, you think different than I do, no, that doesn't work. That's, that's bullshit. Up to the point where your your beliefs in something start interfering with the way schools are taught or the government is run. I think that's well, true. That, that's yeah. I mean, but that's a different. That's an ethics versus morality. Well, I mean, debate. for instance, there's nothing wrong with stem cells. In fact, they're prob you. The U.S. is so far behind on stem cell research compared to the rest of the world. Well. I guess a good analogy for the history buffs would be is as far behind as, you know, the Soviet Union was on the majority of its science during the time it was the Soviet Union as opposed to Russia because of, because of their, you know, being set in certain belief systems. And see, that's the thing is, a, a lot of people say like, oh, well, you know, science, science requires a certain amount of faith and, and stuff like that. Well, no, it doesn't. Science is built on proof. Yeah. Like as the Dr. Stephen Novella said, which is also the host of the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe podcast. Uh, which there will be a link to as well. That is, that is absolutely not correct. That is a complete misunderstanding of science. Science does not really require anything because science is a system of methodology. I mean, that's true. Science, you, you look at the world, you write down what you see, and then you use that, and then you compare that to other people's versions of that. And if it and if enough and enough people come to the same conclusion, it's true. And which is why you need to always be careful. Sometimes there are scientists that go out there and say things that are also horseshit. I mean, it it's just like politicians. Yeah, you know, I mean, they'll come out and say, oh, look, we came out with cold fusion, or they'll say something. Um, sometimes it's just because scientists aren't, well, aren't public speakers. They're scientists. Right. Other times it's because they're trying to sell you something as well. Um, the main thing is to see is, has it been peer-reviewed? Are there other people that say, this is true? It's that simple. <laughs> Listen to the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. They're they're much better than I am. Well, but I mean, that's, that's a rough, you gave me a rough idea of what you what you believe and i mean really the whole theme we were trying to get across to y'all is just do your own research and think for your fucking self i mean don't listen to me don't listen to him i mean i'm we're gonna have links up just to some of this if any of it actually caught caught your ear you want to be like oh that's fucking bullshit i want to go read about it do that disprove us debate it think about it do something like don't don't watch fucking american idol and let your brain go to shit fucking think yeah i mean if there's anything in particular i mean i was trying not to cram this with so many too many facts or too many thoughts on on wide subjects but if there's anything in particular you want to know or know my views on or would you like me to try to link you to information on like i believe in homeopathy why is that crap well i'll talk about that more in detail if you would like or whatnot or i know there's angels because they've touched me or Whatever. If you would like to talk politics with me, if you really... What? The Democratic Party is the best thing to ever happen to the country. Or the Republican Party is the best thing to ever happen to the country. Or whatever your flavor is, if you really feel that you're correct in this, leave us a comment. Start a debate. Send me something. I'll send you something. I mean... As another quick side note, don't let our passion for the topic uh, be misconstrued as what I mentioned earlier, an ad hominem attack on the topic. And the, really, the last thing I have, because when you can't think of anything better yourself, steal, steal something from somebody else and go out on it, this is the best thing I have. And this is, you've all heard this, 
It's nothing new. It's uh, from Martin Nomeller. It's a poem, um, and it's just, When the Nazis came, came for the communists, I remained silent because I was not a communist. When they locked up the Social Democrats, I, I remained silent. I was not a Social Democrat. When they came for the trade unionists, I did not speak out, for I was not a trade unionist. When they came for the Jews, I didn't speak up because I wasn't a Jew. And when they came for me, there was no one left to speak out. So that being said, do you have anything else for us, venerable Reverend Brewer? I guess as Charles Darwin says, ignorance more frequently begets confidence than does knowledge. Amen. Good God, what are you doing? Put that down. Try something with more protein. I always use borgshenanigans.wordpress.com or facebook.com slash borgshenanigans or on our iTunes feed. Now, why did I have my top off for this? I kind of almost felt I might came off as the, the, the skeptic that sits underneath the bear bulb in the, in, in the basement writing angry letters to the government. Not anymore that I came off as the guy looking out his window looking for the black helicopters. I think I, we both kind of came off that way.